What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another episode of the Smart Out Moments Smack Talk Podcast. I am your host, as always, Tony Mango, and joining me, as always, are Robert DeFelice. Hello. And Callum Wiggins. Theme from Survivor. What? <laughs> the theme, I don't know, the theme I, from Survivor. I don't know what the theme from Survivor is, so I just decided to just say the words and just hope that it would, it would come out in some sort of jaunty theme. <laughs> It's like, da, 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 yeah, 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 or something. <laughs> I forget exactly. I haven't watched that in years. I don't know what this has to do with it. Uh, oh, Survivor yeah. Series. Yeah. That's what we're going with. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Milton Bradley Karate Fighters. <laughs> we're going to give you codes for uh, Mortal Kombat in the middle of this. Hell yeah. <laughs> now, what we're going to be doing today is a brand new segment. This is called Time Machine Dream Team. And it to give you a little bit of backstory, what this spawns from is Rob, about two, three years ago, I think at this point, had tossed out in a random chat on Facebook, hey, how about we do Time Machine Dream Match? And I think it was Jordan had uh, misinterpreted it as Time Machine Dream Team. And I'm like, you know what? I like that uh, phrasing better. <laughs> yeah, because it rhymes. So we put this on the back burner because I couldn't think of logos and stuff for it or like an actual way to get around doing the whole thing and everything and uh now we kind of figured it out so what we're gonna do is we're basically just gonna talk for like an hour uh we're gonna cut it off at some point because we have to because we've already thought of like 50 something ideas and it's essentially just we got survivor series coming up so what we want to do is talk about survivor series teams that have themes to them not just like I mean, what we got going on right now, the Raw men's team, the SmackDown women's team, that kind of thing, there's no real theme to it. It used to be that we would have the 4x4s, and it's Hacksaw Jim Duggan's team, and this one's called the, uh, well, the one of the ones. Yeah, you know, like different things that would go in that kind of, like, theme behind them. And that's what we want to kind of do here, so... To kind of give you an idea uh, to start off with, and this isn't how exactly we're going to follow the whole thing along, but it's a good way to, to start. If we were to have, like, Team Degeneration X, and we had five people to pick from, we're going to go with the five structure, not the four, because Survivor Series used to have four. They pretty much have five now. Who would be the five people to be on Team Generation Degeneration X? And this isn't, by the way, like a Mount Rushmore. They don't have to be the five best of anything in particular. So if we do have like the uh, the team of the divas wrestlers, it doesn't have to be the five best divas. It's just who would you work with on a team? I would think that Degeneration X is pretty much a simple way to go. We do have more than five people to pick from. We have the main five that I'm pretty sure that we're all going to agree on. And we have mm-hmm. China and we have uh Tory and we have uh Kane what's kind of a part of it Rick Rude and whatever but I'm pretty sure that the basis that we would go with would be Triple H Shawn Michaels New Age Outlaws and X-Pac right that is correct hmm I guess Alan clearly wants Tory on the- <laughs> <laughs> no I was, I was thinking you know Hornswoggle Stephanie McMahon oh. Tory <laughs> And uh, Rick Rude and that one guy that did the impression of Owen Hart in the... Uh, Jason's Dictation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and the DX band, obviously. They should be oh, of course. Chris Warren. 
they need to yeah. sing the national anthem at the end too. No, I, yeah, I think those five. I think the only one you can make an argument for is maybe switch, switching out X Park for China instead. And the only the, way I think you do that is if you put them against Team NWO, and you have X Pac as six over on that side, and then I would do Hogan, Hall, Nash, and Macho Man as the other four built around six. See, with Team NWO. I feel like we are all, I mean, and we also, we don't have to all agree. It's not like the Mount Rushmore, we have to come to a consensus, but we probably will. I, I think that we're all in agreement. Hall, Nash, and Hogan. Guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At that point, though, I don't tend to think of six. I tend to think, oddly enough, Big Show, the giant. He would be the guy, if I wasn't going to put Xbox in, I'd put the giant in. And I would. I don't know who I'd go for the fifth one because, like, Ted DiBiase was a part of it pretty early on, but he's not like an NWO guy to me. And I do kind of think like Buff Bagwell, but do I really want Buff Bagwell to be on the team? <laughs> yeah, the Macho course. Man was a part of it for a long while. Sting was a part of NWO. I mean, I know Hogan Nash and Hall, and I I'm pretty sure I'd go Big Show, or well, the Giant. But man, at that point, I don't know who I'd go for a fifth. I would definitely, alongside those three, one of the ones that I would go for is Scott Steiner. Yeah, you know what? He probably would be the fifth one for me, too. Now that you brought he, that up. His, his whole persona that he's kind of carried on for the next well, 20-odd years has been the Scott Steiner from the NWO, not the Scott Steiner from the Steiner Brothers. So... Yeah, I'd probably put him in, and then the Giant would be a good shell, much a man. I think you could make an argument to just put Eric Bischoff on the team, just because he was the head honcho of it for a while. Even though, obviously, he's not a wrestler, but you don't necessarily have to be a wrestler to be on a Survivor Series team. You know what, though? If we're going to get fun with it, I would argue some celebrity involvement. Mike Tyson on one side, Dennis Rodman on the other. I think that would probably uh, get you some a decent amount of money from uh, the Saudi Arabian government. I think but, so. Uh, what about but, Conan? Uh, nah. Let, let, if, well, if he, hold on. Let me tell you about Conan. This is a guy who did not get picked up in the invasion because he called the company and said, yo, it's K-Dog. And nobody knew who that was, so nobody called him back. That, <laughs> I mean... I mean, when you say, oh, what about Conan? I could just go, yeah, sure, why not um, uh, Virgil? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the legend, Soul Train Jones. Yeah, exactly. No, definitely, we should put, um, just trying to think of something. Stevie Ray definitely has to be on this. Oh, <laughs> God, of course, <laughs> he represented them in War Games, for God's sake. Well, Stevie Ray, The Disciple, Horace Hogan, Scott Norton, and Louis Piccoli. <laughs> Let's go with that. That is awful. That is... I feel quite bad that you put Scott Norton's name in there. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> yeah, Scott Norton deserves better. Hold on. Oh, come on. Scott Norton was one of those dudes in WCW that when I would watch WCW, I was like, who the fuck's this guy? Oh, he's a, he's a legend. He's a legend in New Japan. Let, let me just let me kind of clear that up a little bit. Let's go with Virgil, Stevie Ray, Horace Hogan, The Disciple, and Fake Sting. Oh, but yeah, then there's no room for David Flair. 
Well, he wasn't in the NWL. According to Wikipedia. He, yeah, yeah, he was. Um, that was when he turned on uh, oh, good Lord. And, Tori Wilson, okay. and Tori Wilson tempted him over to the dark side. Of course. Ron and Don <laughs> Harris, Disco Inferno was in there. Yeah, should we just... Fuck this. Should we just go with the straight NWO 2000 lineup of Bret <laughs> Hart, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Jeff Jarrett, and what? Maybe another one of the another one of Virgil. Uh, uh he wasn't there at the uh 2000 point. Should Virgil just be on any team? <laughs> Virgil's on every team. I think <laughs> he either has to be on no teams and all or on all the teams. It's kind of the rule with Virgil. <laughs> So that's kind of what we're going with here. We're we're just going to kind of toss out different things like that. We didn't plan ahead of time to have like a full list of every possible person available. So we're going to probably skip over people just by not remembering that they were a part of the mix. But that's kind of what we're doing here. So we invite you to do the same thing and to tell us the things that we were potentially forgetting about by dropping a comment below. And if you are on the audio only streams like iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or Stitcher or anything like that, you can't, uh, you can't leave a comment. I don't know why I had a random accent there. Uh, so head on over to YouTube. And while you're over there, like the video. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't done that already. Ring that little bell for notifications. And as I said, drop a comment. Tell us what you think of our different themes, uh, theme teams, and everything like that. And again, we're not going to come anywhere close to all the different teams on this list or to consensus for these kind of things. So uh, it's it's going to be kind of a uh, bad cap. Yeah, it's it's more of the fun ty- types of things instead of like, well, we have a full list of things to break down. We need to get through every single little thing or whatever like that. So I want to toss out one that I think is a very basic one that we obviously would have to do, which is the All-Americans. This could be – this is something that they actually had done before with the Survivor Series teams. And we wouldn't just be like, okay, well, the All-Americans is the All-Americans team because – what would be the point in that? But there are so many different ways that you can take this. Does it have to be people that are all American as far as like their gimmick is entirely just about that? Because the all Americans, the four on four that they originally had was Lex Luger, the Steiner brothers and the fucking undertaker undertaker. I would assume nobody would end up putting on the all Americans team, right? Well, if you're putting the American Badass, I think he'd be maybe one of the first names I'd consider for an All-Americans team. He wouldn't come anywhere close to me. I would be the, like, alright, Hogan, Luger, like, because we're going back in time. Obviously, that's the Time Machine Dream Team. The Lex Express type of Lex Luger. I'd probably put the Patriot on there, despite the fact that he was only there for a short amount of time. I don't know about another two. Alright, so... Jack Swagger, maybe? The All-American, American, American, American? I would go with, like, peak Hogan. So, like, 88, 89 Hogan. Definitely Lex Express, Lex Luger from 93. I would go with maybe a 2001, 2002 Kurt Angle, because he did you know, yeah, angle. Yeah, he did uh, win a gold medal for our country in the Olympics. I would absolutely put John Cena on this team. There is nobody more American than John Cena. I really think it's another good and, one. Yeah, and to round it out, Kenzo Suzuki because he loves America. 
no, no, no. Um, to round it out, the Patriot is a good one. You know, no, Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter yeah, I was about yeah. to say it has to be considered for this. I would personally, well, I would go Hogan, definitely. And Slaughter. I would I would maybe take out the Lex Express, maybe because I just don't like Lex Luger, <laughs> or, or just don't like him as a wrestler, and would trade in Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, oh Duggan's another guy, good one, yeah. yeah. Obviously not when he was part of Team Canada, but prior to that. Um, Patriots. I, I don't know whether I could have the Patriot and Kurt Angle on the same team, just because they both have the same entrance music, Oops, so that would be pretty awkward. That's a good point. Yeah, it's so not even it's... like either of them ever used any theme other than that to that you could do. Like Slaughter had the Patriot and Angle theme. You could use for like Kurt Angle's TNA theme. Nah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I would go Angle over Patriot just because Angle has a lot, a lot more longevity, longevity to him, and he pretty much always just wore a tie that was red, white, and blue adorned. And then you could probably put a uh, Cena in as a. Uh, just a, a big patriot that seems to believe only the big American values. Like if you're the guy, if you're the guy that announces to an entire wrestling group that you killed a son, that yeah. America's killed a son in Laden, you're pretty American. I would argue, I'd uh, put Cena right next to Hogan as has to be on this team. I might even waver on a few like you know Luger or even Kurt. Based off of the, these names, now that you know, you reminded me of a couple more people. I would say Hogan, Hogan's a guarantee, Cena's a guarantee, Slaughter's a guarantee, and that uh, those remaining two would—I don't know. That's well, I'd I'd take the Patriot out maybe and make him just kind of like a guy on the side, like their manager, because they've done that before, and. I could see taking Luger out. I could see Duggan maybe being in there instead. I don't know. That's tough. I'd For go. Purposes, I'd go Hogan. Um, Hogan, Angle, Cena, Slaughter, and then I guess probably Duggan with Patriot on the side. I'd, I'd probably take Luger out. For purposes of just making our lives that much easier, we are sticking to just WWF WWE rosters throughout time. I and mean, WCW maybe. Uh, maybe ECW, kind of depending on the mix of if they were like sort of a part of it, but I think it's oh. easier to do WWE. Also, oh, he missed out on the American Dream. I was going to mention Dusty, and when I thought about Red, White, and Blue, Flat Top Sting and Red, White, and Blue face paint is a great visual. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think he was. Go ahead. I just don't think he was especially patriotic. He was just a guy in face paint. Fair enough. Admittedly, there's part of me that always thinks that stings from Canada. For no reason. Because he does the fucking sharpshooter and you're just, It must you're be that. Does that to you. It must be, because there's no reason for me to think that. He, isn't he from like Oklahoma or He's something like that? Like California. They California, yeah, there you go. I couldn't even think of it off the top of my head, but yeah, like it, I don't know why. There's part of me that's always just kind of like, he's from, like, uh, Montreal or something. And then I'm like, yeah, no, he you isn't. Did, like, you just see him do the sharpshooter and you're like, yeah, it's got to be Canadian. Yeah. Uh, For that record, I mean, we just did all Americans. Why don't we do Team UK? Give Callum a little chance here to talk about who uh, who he thinks represents that 
the best when it comes to those. I'd go British uh, Bulldog as a guarantee. Well, I would. I sometimes feel like you might need to tamp, like push British Bulldog down a little bit because, like, he he's more famous for his work in Canada more Canada. than he is for uh, the UK. I mean, he's like really Sting. Big. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll put Sting on Team UK as well. Then That's the... <laughs> no, I think I think British Bulldog. If you've got the name the British Bulldog, you probably should find yourself on Team UK. I think Regal has to be on it. Ah, uh, Regal, just, yeah, just because of how just such a long tenure in the just the wrestling business in general, and I think he's developed enough of a reputation that people just want him on that at some point. Um. I think I could make an argument for people that obviously aren't very familiar to the WWE audience, but someone like a giant Haystacks who wrestled in WCW once as Loch Ness would be, um, is somebody who's like just hugely well-known. Basically when you talk about professional wrestling in the UK, people say, Oh, I remember giant Haystacks and big daddy, even though they were like 30 years ago and anyone who's younger than that mostly doesn't even know who the hell their people were talking about. That was back in the days when British uh, British TV was littered with a lot of professional wrestling on just free TV. So I would personally put him on there, but I obviously know that most people listening might not even know who this guy is. But rest assured, he's like, he probably weighs about as much as the combined force of the opposing team that they're up against. He was about 600 pounds, I think. So uh, other people fought on the UK side. I'm trying to think because. I might put Wade Barrett or like Bad News Barrett, but I don't know whether his run is has enough longevity behind it. Maybe someone like Jesus. WWE doesn't have a lot of like great UK wrestlers. They do have great UK wrestlers, but just none that really like stood out because there's never been a UK WWE champion, as far as I'm aware. So would uh, would McIntyre be on this? McIntyre could be, yeah. I mean, he's Scottish, but that's obviously UK. That covers the UK. You could put Pete Dunne in it, longest reigning United Kingdom champion. Finlay. Finlay, yeah. I think, well, obviously, yeah, from the the Belfast side of things. So, if you wanted to like cover all areas, if you wanted to make sure that you have someone from England, someone from Northern Ireland, someone from Wales, and someone from Scotland, probably put, I don't know, uh, so British Bulldog. William Regal could be the two England representatives, and then you have uh, Finley from Northern Ireland, uh, Drew McIntyre from Scotland, and uh, Mark Andrews from Wales. And you just taught me a lot about why it's the United Kingdom. So you're <laughs> yeah, we're learning yeah, we stuff ha- here. <laughs> we, yeah, we have four countries. I, I know, like trying to teach Americans geography is like trying to like drain blood from a stump. Really? Like... <laughs> Listen, I don't know where Sting is from in Canada, but <laughs> you realize, um, as ignorant Americans, we see that flag and we go, uh, "Okay, English accent, tea and crumpets, and that's it." Yeah, yeah pretty no. much. Just that's about it. And if somebody that's... could say, "Like I'm from Northern Ireland," and, and you'd be like, "Well, that's not from uh, England." <laughs> <UK>? <laughs> To be fair, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people in the Conservative Party in the UK that see it, want to see it that way as well. So, uh, well, would this be Team Brexit? Podcast, yeah. Is that what they were? Oh, team, Bre- oh, team Brexit. I mean, that will have Doug Williams on it, obviously. He's Mr. Brexit. But 
Uh, yeah, I don't think no, that people I, would bring in like Mason Ryan and put him on this team. Or uh... he might be on Team France because the Cirque Cirque du Soleil thing that he does now. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, he went. He joined Cirque du Soleil. Huh. I don't know if he's still doing that, but that's definitely what he left to do. Uh, that's strange. Is he like yeah, trapeze or something? <laughs> uh, he's probably just one of the base guys that like you know catches the people who. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Like just like the big muscle head in the middle of just holding this giant like trapeze of people. But uh, no, he definitely wouldn't be involved in it. I wouldn't put someone like. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other like pretty prominent British jobbers. Maybe can't think of too many people off the top of my head. Like, uh, yeah, I, th- I think the UK team would basically involve some p- combination of Bulldog, Regal, McIntyre, and then probably just throw Barrett and Finley on that as well. I think yeah, Pete Dunne yeah, has Dunn. a chance, uh, more so at the very least than anybody else that's in the UK scene right now, because I can't see even, like, Tyler Bate uh, beating out Pete Dunne for a spot. Definitely no, not, not somebody not like, you know, Joseph Connors or something like that. Yeah, I'd probably pick maybe Pete Dunne ahead of Barrett, just because for, Barrett is kind of just, like, a, a memory of lost potential. Or, like, thinking, oh, this guy could be could be the next, like, the, our first WWE champion and then just all fizzles away. Actually, Neville as well. We need to think about Neville as well. Or hmm. Pack, Pack, if you wanted to do Pack instead. I think I'd probably go Bulldog, Regal, Barrett, Dunn, McIntyre. I think I'd probably boot Finley out for Dunn. I would probably captain it around Regal. Yeah, yeah. And He'd have to be the captain. I'd I'd go with like some premier tag team era British Bulldogs and get both Davy and Dynamite on there. And then I'd do Pete Dunn and Finley. Now we're obviously not going to do just like, eventually we're going to get to a point where we do team Japan, team Samoa, team Russia, team, you know, whatever like that. Cause we have any potential country we could potentially do a thing like that but we're not going to just run down teams like that we're going to throw out some gimmicks and stuff like that so one of them is uh team cowboy so this is anybody who's had like a cowboy gimmick so we could have like the smoking guns uh we could have like um bradshaw uh God, there's a million freaking cowboys that's what's yeah difficult about something like that yes <laughs> Any of that stand out to you guys off the top of your heads that would be like, that we have to put this person down as a cowboy. The, the smoking guns are on this team for me. Like, they they just are. They were way over the top cartoony cowboys. And then I think as an anchor and a team captain, Bradshaw is very easy to build around. Now, is just, it Bra- Blackjack Bradshaw or Justin Hawk Bradshaw? Or are you actually going with JBL? I'm going to go with the I might even go APA JPL. You remember when like briefly JBL was separated from Farouk and always wore a cowboy hat and carried around a cowbell for some odd reason? Nope. What do you like <laughs> constant hardcore championship reigns and rules? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I, I don't know if I'd even put Bradshaw on it just because I feel even though he's always come to the ring in cowboy hats, he doesn't really exude cowboy to me. 
especially especially with Clem JBL. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'd use that light swear word to like to, to <laughs> uh, denote him, but I think a name that doesn't get spoken about a lot because he was obviously a bit more of just a lower card or jobber guy in WWE. He was a outlaw Ron Bass. He was definitely on loads of Survivor Series teams. Yeah. In the um like late eighties, early nineties. I think the most famous thing he did was cut open Brutus Beefcake with like a spur. As far as like WWF is concerned, but he main evented in the territory system like everywhere. He should definitely be on this list. And I'm looking at. Cl- uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say you include uh, Jimmy Wang Yang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at two different lists right now. One of them is on Ranker, and they only have 13 people listed, so it's not really like a, a great list, but these are uh, the quote-unquote best professional wrestling cowboys of all time. Stan Hansen is on there. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that. Was, that was the one that I thought would be the anchor for the entire team. There's uh, Terry Funk. The Funks were cowboys originally. Yeah. So. There's Blackjack Mulligan. Uh, Cowboy Bob Orton. Oh God, Dory, Dory Funk, Bill Watts, uh, Dick Murdoch, Trevor Murdoch, Kerry Von Eric, uh, JBL, James Storm, who we really would only be able to count for NXT for two matches or whatever. Uh, Jeff Jarrett. WWE has a list of their own for 10 different people. They got Cowboy Bob Orton, Cowboy Bill Watts, Blackjack Mulligan, Blackjack Lanza, Terry Funk, Jimmy Hart, Dory Funk, JBL, Outlaw Brown Bass, Sam Houston, The Smoking Guns, Joyce Grable and Wendy Richter as the Texas Cowgirls. That sounds awful. Cowboy Lang? Who the hell is this guy? One of the minis. Relative of Jimmy Wang. (laughs) You know what's weird? There's been a million different cowboys, yet I feel like this is like not as big of a list as it should be. Like, no, because it seemed like the cowboy gimmick is kind of just a throwaway thing that if you don't, if you haven't really thought about your character that much, and you come from like Southern America, then you just become cowboy, whatever. And even so, Bret Hart was like, supposed to be cowboy Bret Hart. Yeah, that's, that's awful. Based on what you suggested, I probably would go with a mixture of Stan Hansen, the Funks. Uh, I'd go Dick Murdoch and Ron Bass. I think Callum is out here trying to kill motherfuckers. Like that is a tough team. Oh, he's a cowboy. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like I'm trying to think of like fun, gimmicky, yeehaw cowboys. And no, I'm going for I'm going for realistic. Yeah, like we'll shoot you on sight type cowboy. Yeah. Well, to kind of counteract that a little bit, what if we went with Team Hillbilly? So you got like uh, the well, Godwins, Hillbilly Jim and the Godwins, yeah. yeah. And then Jesse uh, Jamie Noble. <laughs> you put Jamie Noble on there. Um, I'm trying to think of who else would categorize the Hillbilly. Jesse and Festus. Yes. And yes. you could probably put Trevor Murdoch in that category. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not putting him on any team. <laughs> uh, I Charles. never liked Trevor Murdoch at all. I, I, and even now that he's in NWA, I'm just kind of like, my God, why? 
Because he's a cowboy. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Gotta do some cowboy shit, guys. Uh, would you consider putting? I know again, this is outside the remit of WWE, but the Briscoes on that. Oh kind god, of they're tag. fucking hillbilly as fuck. They're yeah, they're they're about as hillbilly as it gets. I don't know whether what's what's the like the distinction between a hillbilly and a redneck. Is there is there any you know kind of like? <laughs> I kind of uh, feel like uh, I don't know. Drop a comment below if I'm wrong about this, everybody. I feel like redneck and hillbilly. It's the difference of a redneck is somebody from the South who identifies a lot with the South. And that's part of their, like, I guess like their cultural character. Yet a hillbilly doesn't even realize that that's the case. <laughs> like, that's just the way things go. Like, I, I hate these types of shows, but there's a show out there called the turtle man. And he's this dude that like wrangles up, like, you know, oh, I got a mongoose in my fucking attic and whatever like that. And he gets it, and it's like that dude is full on hillbilly, doesn't even realize it. He'll capture some, I don't know, some like snake in somebody's yard, and he'll get paid through them whittling something for him. And it's like that's full on hillbilly. Like he doesn't get it. Redneck people more like a Jeff Foxworthy, where it's like you know, yeah, I've got that pickup truck and whatever that kind of thing. So I kind of think hillbilly's more like the Godwin type. Where it's just sort of like, yeah, I'm a country boy, and that's all my life is. (laughs) Like, naivety. Because, I guess, when you throw in that distinction, it's the difference between Jesse and Festus being hillbillies, and then the Briscoes, who are... They're rednecks. Intelligent, but they're just straight-up redneck. Yeah. Yeah. Would would you consider maybe the Bushwhackers, then, as potential hillbillies? Yeah, I'd probably go with them as hillbillies. There's also... um... Again, another like blast from the past, but Haystacks Calhoun, the six hundred and one pound territory guy, who used to kind of I think yeah, he was just like wrestled out of like Arkansas. He did um, uh, wrestle in WWF for a little while, according to his uh, Wikipedia bio. He used to he uh, oh he he won the uh, he's a former WWF tag team champion, but he, hmm. so he does count technically in our discussion, but. Yeah, I think with the hillbilly side of things, you probably would just lead off with the uh, Jim, uh, hillbilly Jim, hillbilly Jim, and the uh, and the guy the, the two Godwins, yeah, yeah, there that's three for sure. Yeah, and then the other two, I mean, you could go with Jesse and Festus, but I don't think many people would be like, you gotta have Jesse on this team. So maybe like a Haystacks Calhoun. Yeah, probably because that that would just be like the the giant on your side of things, and then maybe. Throwing Jamie Noble is like your fast cruiserweight. Yeah, I could see something like that. Jamie Noble's a little bit more on the redneck side to me. A little bit. He's a little bit too... I, th- I thought he was just a little bit... Like, I think like a redneck the... for me would be like... Like Austin could be a redneck. But he's not a hillbilly. That's kind of my distinction. They called him the redneck. They called him the bionic redneck quite a lot, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. so like... I don't know about like... The, the, I'm looking at a list right now and somebody's got Dusty Rhodes as the number one best hillbilly redneck kind of red- oh. he's not a hillbilly Oof. to me no i also don't kind of think of dusty as a, a redneck redneck kind you know well he's a redneck uh, yeah. i hate i hate country music so it's uh, i don't know really the distinguishing factors between some of these yeah i mean i thought i thought that jamie noble was enough like had a bit of naivety about him or just was a bit of a adult enough to be considered in the hillbilly category 
You guys Please, make the call in the comments below. We got Godwins, we got Hillbilly Jim. They're guarantees. You can throw two more people in there. Who would you do? I'm yeah. doing Dusty and Festus, I think, because Festus in particular is just the epitome of a hillbilly who doesn't even move until like he hears a sound that says, okay, it's time for me to go, <laughs> you know? And Jesse, he's kind of the lighthearted dimwit, you know, like he's not as dumb as Festus, but he's there. Uh, let's go to, this might be a little bit hard now that I'm thinking about it. WWE had Team Extreme. They had the Hardy Boys and Lita. But how would you flesh that out? So you have Matt Hardy. You have Jeff Hardy. I don't know if you could really incorporate Lita because then you'd have to make it a mixed tag team match. But whether or not you include her, you're you're still missing two more people. So do you go Matt, Jeff, uh, Gregory Helms, Shannon Moore... And a fifth person? Or do you just okay. put Lita in there and make it mixed tag? Or how would you plan that out? Okay, so when you're saying Team Extreme, you literally mean just build around the Hardys and make like a Hardy faction? Right. Okay, I would do Matt and Jeff, definitely Shane and Shannon, and I'd go with Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes does make sense for essentially just being from the Carolinas, that sort of region. What about R-Truth? That's, that's, that's coming out of nowhere, really. <laughs> Explain. What, wasn't he a part of that crew for a little bit? Team Extreme. <laughs> Didn't he kind of like come up a little bit with them or something? Or am I just kind of like having some kind of an well, aneurysm? No. <laughs> Road, Dog no, came think... to, Road Dog came to WWE as K-Quick with the Road Dog. I thought that so, behind the scenes that there was some kind of story about that. No, I, I think they're close, that. but I don't think that they're from the same area or anything. I'll look into that a little bit while we're trying to figure this out, because I kind of remember somebody saying something about that. I don't know. It, it, it does look like I probably would go similar in terms of putting like Gregory Helms and uh, Shannon Moore on the team, but then I would fill it out with Vanguard 1. Would be <laughs> the fifth member of the team because like why wouldn't you put a drone on your team if you could well in that case where does senior benjamin fit into the mix oh he's on the sideline just cheering them on oh, he and, then when you, and then when they're old enough you put one of uh you put maxwell and uh <laughs> they become the uh they become the next members of the team was uh know. evan courageous a part of that or was he just flat out part of three count i think he was, he was just, just flat out part of three count yeah Huh. He he was brought in, I think, before Helms and Moore even made it to WCW. He was like the first one there. I'm looking at this thing now. It's this. Uh, there's the North Carolina Brat Pack, and the fifth person for that is Marty Garner, the famous WWF jobber who fucking spiked himself on a pedigree. Is that dude? Yeah. I guess technically speaking, he would probably be their fifth one because. If they had a group of five that they referred to themselves as the the North Carolina Brad Pack, then I guess that's I think, that. I think we can at least say with complete certainty that Edge wouldn't be on this too. Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah. It, it's good to just rule people out nowadays. 
just to make sure that we don't just cross over people. But maybe you could put um maybe you put MVP on it because of the Matt Hardy tag team reign that they had together. I know he doesn't really fit the brief, but at least he. I'm trying to think of people that had some sort of partnership or unity with them. I think ultimately, all... now that we can't think of another person, I think I'd probably just be like, you know what, put Lido on there, make a mixed tag, put them against somebody who could do like four men and a woman. It would make no sense. Like the the match would be like, you know, anybody tags in the female person on that side. Well, that'd be uh, like... what Godfather uh, or yeah. Goodfather. Bobby uh, Cannon, Valvinus, Stevie Richards, and Ivory. Yeah, there you go. See, that would work out. There you go. There's the Survivor Series tag team match. Uh, let's go to another themed one here. Let's go with the dark side. So this would be... Uh, we could do multiple different variations of this, but generally speaking, the dark side was the team that they had called the Undertaker's team. So it is kind of like Team Undertaker, so to speak. Obviously, the Undertaker's on it. There's no point in it not being the Undertaker on this. It's one of the most easiest ones that's out there. I feel like Kane's got to be on there, even though they feuded with each other more than they've actually teamed up. But they were teams, and obviously that's like uh, Brothers of Destruction makes sense. But you could put in like anybody that's been in the Ministry of Darkness. You could put in Big Show. You could put in... I don't know, like anybody that you really could think of. And I guess we could sort of almost go into the direction of like, just like dark kind of characters, like Boogeyman and stuff too. But for now, at the very least, if you were going to say like just Undertaker, build it around Undertaker people, he didn't really do anything with Boogeyman. So other than Kane, who would be on like the dark side thing? Would you put Viscera on there? Would you put Naked Midian on there? Why do you go with no? What, yeah, why naked? <laughs> um, APA. Oh, what? Well, you didn't. I like how you just dodged the why naked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what I know when you close your eyes, Tony. That's what you see. But like, just like just leave it out in the podcast every now. And well, no, everybody else has to see it when they close their eyes. <laughs> um, Undertaker, Kane are locked. I'd put maybe Gangrel. Ooh, that's a good one. Just I would say vampires. he um, was part of the ministry, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. I had ninety six mankind, like specifically pre corporate mankind, like hiding in the boiler room, playing with the rat. You know, mm. um, maybe uh, probably maybe Papa Shango. Absolutely. Be it, but he wasn't. Fit. In like the Undertaker side no, of things, at any point, if we were gonna no, go, like if we were gonna, side. yeah, if we were gonna expand it beyond Undertaker teammate type of people, then if I to go, yeah, if I wanted to just go with like Ministry people, then you would go probably Undertake. Well, Kane was technically Kane never part of the ministry. ministry. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it wouldn't be Team Ministry. It'd be like Team Undertaker's opponent, uh, not opponents, uh, Undertaker <laughs> team kind of people. That's why I okay, thought so like Big Show is another one, spooky... like. Spooky people who have interacted with the Undertaker. Well, it's hard because most mostly Undertaker feuds with these people as opposed to teams with them. He's only ever really teamed with uh, Kane. Kane and Big Show and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, for That's instance, kind of... the Acolytes were a part of the Ministry. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if I'd put them on the Dark Side team because really they were just 
you know, two dudes with symbols painted on them. I'd probably, if we were to say around that whole concept, I'd probably go Undertaker, Kane, the Acolytes, and Gangrel. But if we start expanding it beyond that to just, like, the spooky characters, we do have Bray Wyatt, Boogeyman, Mankind, Papa Shango, Kevin Thorne, technically, I guess. I don't think Mordecai. Mordecai yeah. or Kevin Thorne. Uh, Hyde Vanson. <laughs> yeah. So good. Can you put Kazani on that as well? I was thinking about Kazarni, but now he's... What a wasted gimmick. That could have been so good. Uh... Well, let's like, let's bring it out to the bigger uh, group then. Let's just have like the team of the spooky people. Team Spooky Guy. <laughs> okay, Team Spooky Guy. Definitely Tager, Kane, 96 Mankind. Crow Sting. And probably Demon Balor. I'd probably go a bit more. I'd go Undertaker Kane, obviously. I probably would still stick with. I'd go Papa Shango, because he's more of like the occult side of things. Then Kevin Sullivan. That's a good one. And I'm trying to think of the, the other one. I probably would just go Boogeyman, even though it's a bit of a. just more of a comedy version of the horror side of things. He's, he seems like a bit more spooky orientated than mankind which is a bit more visceral and too real really did you you guys see that video of him on halloween i saw a part of it where he's playing around the action figures it's three hours of the book and he starts out all creepy and you skip to about like two and a half hours in and he's like i love (laughs) i love chips i love barbecue (laughs) chips like this guy what a weird dude he was. And it seems tailor-made for The Undertaker, and all they did with him was he ate the thing off Jillian Hall's face. I think I'd probably go Undertaker, Kane, Mankind, Boogeyman, Papa Shango. And we're, we're, we're forgetting the Yeti here. We should be. <laughs> <laughs> we're forgetting the Yeti for good reason, that's why. <laughs> I don't know, man. Nobody can... You know, do that double bear hug hump move like the Yeti. We haven't had much on the women's side of things, so let's talk about that. Let's go with, uh, I, I don't know what you would call this, but like the the sexy, kind of like sl- sultry, almost slutty type. Like the ones where like the their character revolves strictly around the idea that look at her, she's hot. So, like, Mandy Rose, for instance, like, she maybe she wouldn't be necessarily on the team, but, like, her character is, isn't Mandy Rose hot? Maurice, I think, is kind of, like, somebody who fits in that bill. Yeah, I'd say you probably would put, put Eva Marie on that. Yeah, Eva Marie would be a possible option for that, too, because that's really all she was. Yeah, I'd say Eva... You'd probably put Tori Wilson on that kind of category. Sable would fit into that. Sable could almost captain it. Yeah, Sunny, if you wanted to try and class it, try and get her in the ring to do a few bits and pieces. Um, like you, you wouldn't throw somebody in like an Ivory or a Jacqueline because they no. weren't like that. So it has to be like, that's what's like, we're keeping that I, in mind. So there's not anybody really other than Mandy Rose from like the past bunch of years that I think would fit in there, right? Maybe Alexa. 
I don't think she's really like her gimmicks. Just like, isn't she hot? I think she's more so. Well, bitch. they did many. They did plenty of segments where she would just. Well, not plenty of segments, but they did that segment the on one where, where they showed like, her back. Yeah, where someone just walks in and she's just bare backed in front. Yeah, but I would. And, and then they did those few things with like the moment of bliss segments where she would talk about like Finn Balor taking his belt off and stuff like that. Just. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that that's like that, though. I think that that's... I mean, you could do that for anybody, for the most part. She's manipulative. She's more manipulative. Yeah, because, like, at that range, then Ashley Massaro would be the same, and uh, Candice... Candice, actually. Candice does kind of fit. Candice Michelle might fit on that. Basically, Uh, anyone that's had been romantically tied on television to Vincent Mann could probably fit into this category. Uh, Stacey Keebler? Yeah, I'd imagine so. See, but I don't even think that she was all that slutty. Like, if we're going to go really completely based around this, you got to put Tori on that list. And obviously, this is not the person themselves. We're not calling no. them, like, you know, Stacey's like, no, more like, not. oh, slut. Like, you know, we, we don't know them. So, <laughs> but no. good that you threw that out there. Um, Steph. <laughs> like, We've been doing the 2001 Wrestling Odyssey, and a lot of the banter there is just, boy, Steph's a whore. Yeah, that's pretty much Jericho's gimmick for most yeah. of the wrestling life. But, yeah, you probably would put, you put Tori on there, you'd put, uh, I don't know if you read class Eva Marie, because she was more just, well, she was all about her looks. She could have but I guess you can kind of put that side of things into there. Yeah, so maybe maybe Eva Marie. So Tori, Eva Marie. I'd say you probably... Marie's probably... Uh, Lana definitely should be on this. Oh, fuck. Lana's a potential pick, yeah. I feel like Sable needs to be on there. Yeah, Sable does, yeah. And um... I kind of feel like Mandy Rose should be. Even though she hasn't had the longevity, I feel like she really... That's her whole thing. Well, someone has to carry the in-ring side of things. Yeah, that's true. I think yeah, I'd probably sure. I'd probably take Sunny out of it, actually. But she's not really a wrestler, so yeah, probably I'd take put, her out that side of things. I'd put Candice on there just for the one segment she had at Backlash, where Vince has got his hand on her chest and she's just moaning, and that Vince got away with a lot of shit. <laughs> He gets away with a lot of shit. Doesn't just go away with a lot. Of shit. I mean, no, but I think that aspect of things is at least finished. But you know what? Yeah, I don't think we should bother with this one. But I'm just bringing it out there. This is making me think of we technically could have lots of options for team girls who are dancers, because it could just be the Nitro Girls, uh, Extreme Expose, the Funkadactyls, the Funkettes. <laughs> like, yeah, a there's big a big group of people. A lot of yeah, a lot of women have danced on WWE TV. Yeah, I think I'd go for the team, whatever you want to call it. I think I'd probably go Sable, Mandy Rose, Candice, Eva Marie, and Tori. Yeah, I might, I might try Tori out because she was a baby face for most of her career. Just because you kind of associate this character with being a bit heelish. Yeah, kind of. And maybe throw in someone like, I don't know whether you would put in. Like Sunny, if you wanted to get her to wrestle, or maybe someone like a Dormarie, maybe, or a Jackie Gator. Just 
you could probably just throw in pretty much any women's wrestler from the the heel women's wrestler from like the early 2000s until 2005 2006 and they would fit in on that team pretty well i don't think that trish would now that i'm thinking about it well she did uh cheat on chris jericho with christian so huh. she does kind of, she can't show the heel trish stratus can fit into that role pretty well and she and did she have the big affair with Vince man as well yeah as well she can also carry the in-ring side of things yeah but Trish isn't like a leader as well because but so Lita had with... sex on yeah. TV. Yeah, that's true. So, like they're not the ma- it's not the main thing you associate with them. But frankly, they probably did more risque stuff on TV than some of the other people did. So this is a stupid one, but let's do it. Yeah. Team people in animal costumes. <laughs> what? So you got the swagger swearing eagle. You got the gobbledygooker. Mm. You got Mantar. Uh. So what you've got El Torito. El Torito, yeah. You've got... I did a call the spot a bunch of years ago for this. I want to double check what that was. Uh... I'm trying to think of... So other people that have been in animal costumes. Uh... Can't, count, can't count the Brahma Bull, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm... Oh, the, 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 you should, there should be a lot more, but I'm just like struggling to think of too many off the top of my head that there was that weird like ninja turtle duo you guys ever see that the ninja where Turtles. they actually tried to have the, a tag team called the toxic turtles there's dudes in ninja turtle costumes there's uh i, I found the the call of the spot i had also had hornswoggle the alligator i don't remember why that was around that time but that was something later gator Oh, it might have been that, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, he was, yeah. And there was also the uh, Adam Rose bunny. Oh, the uh, bunny was great. Justin Gabriel. <laughs> It'd be good if, like, the team was just, like, people in the animal costumes, but just, they're not allowed to wear the animal costumes in the ring. <laughs> so you just got, <laughs> so you just got like, uh, uh, Justin Gabriel and Hector Guerrero and whoever El Torito is in real life. Right. Just because it's this random mismatched team. Well, at the very uh, least, Gobbledygooker is definitely on there. Oh, yeah. I would think the Bunny and the Swagger Swearing Eagle are on there. They had quite a bit of a time frame. I don't know. Maybe throw in Mantar and El Torito. Yeah, I, I can't really think of too many other ones off the top of my head, really. Maybe it's it's just an area that I need to explore. Well, maybe we need more wrestlers dressed as animals. <laughs> They're good to be. That's what's missing from your fucking line. Yeah, that's what the ratings are there. Yeah. <laughs> what about... Uh, go ahead. I, I just sent you guys the video. These toxic turtles are on the team. Gobbledygooker as the captain. And then I think you got the bunny and the eagle. And you got yourself a hell of a Survivor <laughs> Series team of men in costumes. Let's go on a more serious one. The Hart family. Um, Brett and Owen serious. for me. I'd, yeah, probably, I'd probably go Bulldog, Nightheart, and then... I. The fifth one, I don't know, because they originally they had around that time frame they had Brian Pillman, but there are plenty of other options other than Brian Pillman. Hmm. Um, Brett, obviously, Owen, of course. Yes to Bulldog. Since we're doing a time machine, can we get like a healthy Stu Hart and just plug him in there? I mean, that would probably be the best way to do it, right? And. 
then I would say maybe towards the more modern era, let's throw a little flash in there and put Teddy Hart on the team. There's Tyson Kidd. There's uh, there's Harry Smith. Harry. Uh, obviously, there's you know Natty, but Natty. That's, that's a whole thing with the whole mixed tag thing. Yeah, I'd probably just Bruce. Just like anybody's gonna pick Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, 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 Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Bruce had his way, it would be the entire team of Bruce. But that's like that's, that's a whole different Bruce topic. But... Bruce, <laughs> you could put, um, I think I think like if you could get a healthy and more vibrant Stu Hart into it, then you could do that. Maybe, yeah, you definitely put Brett and Owen on it. Uh, British Bulldog, definitely. I probably would just go with Neidhart and Pillman just because the Hart Foundation is the more iconic like quintet to put into the team. Side note, I fucking love uh, Bruce Pritchard's Stu Hart impression where he's like, yeah, you got anything for the Bulldog or the Rhino? <laughs> I fucking love that so much. Do you think that actually happened? Where <laughs> just caught up asking for something for the rhino. Hey, uh, listen, Jim's uh, he's around again. You got anything for the rhino? Yeah, hey, you know the fucking rhino. <laughs> I fucking love it so much. So you got to put the rhino on there. <laughs> and some people would be like, "Who?" <laughs> Lame ass joke. I think Brett Owen Bulldog Nightheart and Stu. That's a hell of a team. Yeah. And Neidhart's the one that gets eliminated pretty quickly. Yep. Mm. Unless you specifically make it to where Owen's the one that gets eliminated and it's like a comedy spot. Uh, We got so many different ones, too. We're already at 53 minutes for this, and we have not scratched the surface I for the time like we should drink team. Right, yeah, that's the thing. We have so many possible options here. Um, Should I go with a funny one? Should we go with a serious one? What should we go with here? I like funny. Location based, we got that too. Right, let's go with a funny one. Let's go with uh, well, you know what? We talked about it recently. Funny wrestlers, we had gone with the whole idea of like the Mount Rushmore of comedy acts. So, who's the actual funny wrestlers? I mean, I wouldn't think you'd put Bobby Heenan in there because he's not a wrestler, but Santino's got to be on the list. Yeah, you put Santino yeah, and R-Truth would... Santino and R-Truth would both be on it. Yeah, there's two. So you got uh, three more. It's hard to find wrestlers that are legitimately funny. Is probably the... As we probably discussed in the comedy acts thing, it's hard to find... There's wrestlers who are portrayed as comedy acts and wrestlers that are actually funny. They're, they're not always interlinked. Even though I don't but, find them as funny, I think it would make sense to put Goldust on the funny wrestler team because he'd play off the other people. He'd be like the weird one with all like the face paint and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. You put, uh, you put Regal on the team as well. Cause the funniest thing about that team with Regal on it is cause Regal would think that he's the normal one. Yeah. yeah he'd, he'd be the, he'd be the straight man <laughs> the straight for sure. Man. Yeah. And that would be, that would make the, the whole team more hilarious. This is actually shaping up run. to be like a real fun team. If it's Santino, R-Truth, William Regal and Goldust, that fifth guy has got to play off of them. Would it be Doink, wouldn't it? Uh, I was thinking Hornswoggle. <laughs> well, either uh, one of them works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could 
potentially put someone like like when Carly was doing his comedy gimmick on there, just you have a bit more of like a freak show element to it as well. Somewhere Ooh. in this match, I don't know if it's just on the one side or maybe you do two teams of comedy, but I like over-enthusiastic Barry Horowitz on this team or just like in this matchup where he's just like, I won again. I won something. Man, we well, could do a little jobber too. That's another one. Yeah. Mm. Even in the midst of doing this, I'm thinking of more teams that we can add to our list. I kind of like that idea of uh, Santino, R-Truth, Goldust, Regal, and either Hornswoggle or Doink. Because then it would be like, Doink's the actual clown. Hornswoggle is kind of fitting a different sort of dynamic than some of the other people. Mm. R-Truth is like the oblivious, uh, clearly like schizophrenic type of person. Santino's kind of like, oh, I'm the one who's going to get this team together. And Regal's just like, I'm the straight man. And Goldust is doing his whole electrocuted uh, stuttering kind of thing and all that. See, as I think of this, I think the funniest way to play this out would be Doink, Truth, even Santino and Goldust, they all just go out there and, like, wrestle. And then you get Regal in there who's just acting a fool. <laughs> like, they suddenly, like, flip that yeah, switch suddenly, and they're... Like, yeah. they know how to wrestle. Like, Santino's full judo champ. Dustin Rhodes is doing that. And you get Regal in there who's just being a jackass. Like he's like got his tie, uh, his shoes tied uh, together, making an ass mm. of himself, and he's trying really hard, but he's swinging for the fences and missing people and all that. Yeah. Just one more suggestion for the comedy thing. Just, even if it was just for the entrance, because the rest of it might not be as funny, you might just throw the Shockmaster on the team. <laughs> just, uh, just because like they just. Maybe ha- just have those four, and then well, we have a surprise announcement. It's the Sharkmaster, and then just falls through the stage, <laughs> coming out. And it's and just like, like uh, we need a new fifth it... member, and then yeah. Goldust yeah. comes out or something like that. Yeah. Who would you go with Team WWF? Oh, so this, for so that matter, this. let's let's uh, piggyback off of what we had done recently with the fantasy booking of that. Let's do. Team WWF versus Team WCW. So you can't pick the person for the same opposite. It's in the same match. Obviously, this will play off a little bit from the um, the next edition of 2001 Wrestling Odyssey, where we actually look at... Well, it was, it was technically Team WWE against Team Alliance rather than Team WWE against WCW, but that'll, this will be a, a more interesting test, really. I'm going to toss a couple I, names out there. I think Flair and Sting have to be Team WCW. Absolutely, yeah. What era? Uh, uh, Goldberg, but Goldberg has to be WCW. Ah, oh, yeah, that one makes a lot of sense. Do you go and... flat top sting or crow sting? I, I think, think he... crow sting is more WC. Is more WCW. Uh, flat top sting's more NWA slash WCW. I kind of feel like either would work. And I'm I'm writing down a couple names right now, and I'm kind of filling this out already, and just going like, my God, this is so quick to to fill out some potential names. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's quite. It's quite obvious when in WWF side you put Rock, you put Austin, you probably put Undertaker. But then, then you only have two spots there, and you haven't even said '80s Hogan. There's Brett. There's Cena. There's Cena. Well, I'm there's kind Shawn of, Michaels, well, Triple H. WWF, I guess. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to put it in. I'm trying to put it in the context of like not so much a match that could happen, but a match that might have potentially been a battle between these two. 
maybe I shouldn't be limiting it that much, but if you're if you're just trying to put it in some sort of context of WWF, I kind of when I think WWF, I assume Attitude Era type time and WCW, it's like from Nitro onwards. All right, so that if that makes it a little easier for us, I think. So then you go Austin Rock because they have to. Undertaker would also be a must. I'd say. I think you could put you. You might be able to put Michaels on that. See, but I'm either gonna go with Michaels with Austin Rock Taker, Michaels Hunter, or maybe take out Michaels and put in Foley, depending on where, you know, if you wanted to land this somewhere in '98. But I'll I, say I think I'd take Foley out of the mix for almost any team WWF. I'm looking at my list right now, and I've got if just range from outside of Attitude Era, Hogan, Austin, Rock, Cena, Undertaker, HBK, Triple H, Brett, Macho Man. I'm already at to a point where it's like I think Foley would get knocked out anywhere. But in terms of the WWE side of things, you have Sting, Flair, and Goldberg. I think are the three major definites yeah i think booker t is worth a possible spot yeah, it's on more that. of the it's more of the back end of like being an actual main event talent well the way that i had this matched up you have to put ddp next to gold ddp, to, uh, DDP I think, yeah, yeah i think ddp would have to be on it just because he's pure even though he obviously have the later run in wwe he's pretty much pure wcw and then if you if you then have one and one do you just fill it out and say Vince and Bischoff? You could do you could do that. I'm I might consider like I think a fifth member of WCW in terms of like the actual wrestling side could probably be found. If, if, whether you go with it's Kevin Nash or Scott Steiner or Dusty. It's he's again, I I I kind of just Placing more in the NWA side of things, right? I think we're going stuff. like strictly Monday Night War. Get your best man and go. Well, to you don't you don't have to obviously, but that's kind of like just the mindset that I'm going with. If I'm going like Monday Night War, then it's probably DDP, Sting, Flair, Goldberg, and Hogan. Hogan. I yeah, think. Hogan. Hogan would be WCW side of things. Yeah, and then on the. WWF uh, side WF for Southeast. Attitude Era. You got Austin Rock, Austin Undertaker, Rock, Taker, Triple H. I'm saying Michaels H, yeah. and Hunter. Yeah, I'd probably yeah, go Michaels I'd, and Hunter. Yeah, I'd go Michaels. Yeah, the only one, the only thing that I'd switch around potentially is which uh, Michaels for Mick Foley, but that would probably be it. Yeah, depending on which time frame. If it was after his injury, then it would be Foley. Yeah, but then if you go with like all time mm. WWF and WCW, I mean, you, then you're incorporating. You got. Jake the Snake Roberts, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Andre the Giant, the Giant, Big Show. You know, like I kind of think if I had to go with like all time, and it's like almost like picking one person from each different sort of, not necessarily picking one person from each era, but like I'd probably go WCW. Like if I were to say five people that would represent WCW to me. I'd go Flair, Sting, Goldberg, Booker T, and DDP. And for WWF, I'd probably go f- like full on Hulk Hogan, Austin, Rock, Undertaker, and Cena. 
as odd as it is to not include Shawn Michaels and Triple H and Bret Hart and Macho Man. It's, it's interesting because you keep saying WWF, that... but you keep saying Cena. So that's I'm going to use that little caveat and say keep your team exactly as it is, but swap out Cena for Bret Hart. I think I think when we when you have to talk about like WCW side of things, I I obviously try and cut off WCW in the fact that WCW as an entity only existed from eighty eight to two thousand and one, so you have to put it within that time frame. So you can't go further back with people like like the and more Dusty. NWA associated with like Dusty or um, Harley Race or uh, the Funks or people on those lines. Instead, if you're trying to just put it within those those blockades then i would go sting uh flair you'd probably i'd probably put vader on that team oh yeah vader fuck and then goldberg and uh ddp would probably be the five that i'd put on wcw and then on wwf would be hogan savage rock austin and bret hart for that matter if we're gonna go team aew right now Mm. Well, that's uh, Kenny say... Omega, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and who? Jericho, probably. Because there's Paige, the... there's Jericho. I mean, I wouldn't put just like all the elite people. I'd almost take thing. out the Bucks. You could potentially. T- uh, I don't. I don't think there's enough main event talent to really take out the Bucks. Well, no, because if you're doing Team AEW right now, you well, gotta go t- Omega, um, Cody, um, Jericho. Mox. And there's yeah, Moxley and Puck and Pack would probably yeah. be your be your top like single stars. Is it fucked up that the only non WWE touched guy on that list is Kenny Omega? Well, I think that's pretty. I think that's probably Makes what sense. you'd expect at this point. Yeah. If you if you kept it with the elite, and you had Omega, Rhodes, Young Bucks, Paige would be the last one, right? It'd have to be. Well, yeah, well, no. um, until Scale got back, obviously. Well, yeah, because it's just those five, right? We're not talking, you know, that entity, that bullet, former Bullet Club entity as a whole, because that opens up a whole different can of worms. Well, let's open up that can of worms, because uh, Guest 5 had suggested, what if we booked the Bullet Club against the Click? All right, so... Well, the clicks, the clicks, the, the click five is people. Set. Yeah, the click is yeah. set. You can't, you can't uh, alter that in any way, really. But there's so, more than five people. No, there's not. We're not doing this thing where it's just incredible and loose people. You know, <laughs> it's the five, and that is it. So it's, you got Triple H, you got Shawn Michaels, you got Hall and Ash, you got X Pac. Yeah, yeah, that's and then that's on the perfect. on the Bullet Club side of things, you probably would go with Balor. Yeah. And Styles. Styles, I would assume. You go Omega. I don't, uh, would you put Adam Cole in it? There's the potential, obviously, to put Adam Cole in it, but I don't. I think you probably go Gallows and Anderson would probably make that up. I think I take a. I think I take a Balor. I put uh, Styles, Gallows, Anderson, and the Young Bucks. I just don't think you can take Balor out because he's the he's the first like co-leader of it. I, mean, I know, but it, it grew to such heights after he left. Yeah, but I, I don't think that 
I, I don't think that it's grown. It grew significantly, but I think you need to have the founder in it. Like, I that's just my interpretation of it. Though I would put Balor and Anderson definitely have to be in it. I would almost be willing to take Gallows out of it and leave Anderson in there because Anderson is technically a leader of the group, which Gallows isn't. I mean, technically AJ Styles isn't the leader of the group either, so you could take him out. Is there a but, way to do two teams? Is there a way to have like Styles, Gallows, Anderson, and two other people, Balor? Bucks, Omega, like what? I don't know, like how they all worked out. Well, it was it was more if you're looking like an OG Bullet Club, like from the like before Styles and Gallows and Anderson left, you probably could do a pre that era one of Balor, Anderson, Gallows, Styles, and someone like probably Bad Luck Farley would probably make up the the five of those ones, and then on the other side of things, it would be Omega. The Bucks. Bucks, maybe Adam Cole and Scroll. Then Jay, I'd, I'd probably put Jay White in there because he's he's the leader currently. I think if we we expand on the entirety of Bullet Club, I would want AJ. I'd want the Bucks. I'd want Jay White too, and then I think. Personally, I'd say Kenny Omega. It, it feel it feels pretty bad because like the idea of like we discussed all these names and there's been one guy who's been Bullet Club through and through this entire time who just we don't even bring up his Tamatonga. <laughs> like bad luck Pele, but it's hard. Well, yeah, because... well I, I brought a bad luck Pele on the underboss side of things. He has to be. I'd put him on the OG Bullet Club side of things. And I like uh, Tamatonga, and quite honestly, I like Tungalo too. The Grills of Destiny, I think they're a good tag team, but if you get one shot at this, it's kind of like the NWO. I like Scott Steiner. I like Scott Steiner. I like Scott Norton. But, <laughs> Scott you know... Norton, we brought him up again. It's the most we've gonna, ever talked about Scott Norton on the, any episode of this podcast. If you're going to do a Bullet Club team, I think you have to do... The AJ and the Bucks got to be there. And then you go, well, I want Omega there. And then that last person's just sort of like, you know, pick a card, any card. What I mean, just I personally just don't think the Bucks need to be on a Bullet Club team. They can definitely need to be on an elite team, but I don't think they need to be on a Bullet Club team. But I think so they I... did so much in bringing that brand to the forefront. Yeah, but I just don't think without Balor, it doesn't exist anyway. So you need to have Balor on that team. Before we move on here, let me toss out a couple of little plugs. Obviously, if you are enjoying this and you want us to do more and you want to make sure we get around to that, head up to Patreon because you can always suggest that on the Pick Your Poison tier. And maybe even if you want to take advantage of that, if you have a specific list that you would want us to do to get around to it, to make sure that we would do the ones that you would want us to do, then by all means, you can uh, request that. And if you don't have the money to take advantage of the pick your poison tier, if you toss a buck or five bucks our way, you get ad block forgiveness and some different things like that. So the Patreon is something to be aware of. Uh, you can pick up some merchandise shop stuff on the Tee Public and Redbubble. There's three different shops for each one of those. A Mango Tees, Markout Moment, and Fanboys Anonymous. And very quickly, just for the people who don't know, Fanboys Anonymous is my website that I do movie reviews and different stuff like that. So you will find all that on fanboysanonymous.com. It's kind of the whole point of the whole thing. So subscribe to that YouTube channel and take advantage of the Patreon for that if you want me to do more on that side of things. I want to make sure we get around to this one. 
because we are at a minute uh, an, a minute and ten. We are at an hour and ten right now. So at, at some point we're gonna wrap this up, and we're still again not even scratching the surface. I have uh, like another. We didn't even talk about things. the Janettis or the. That's the one I wanted to get to. <laughs> Team Marty Janetti of teams. So this is the Marty Janetti of a tag team. We, this the the phrasing of this really kind of came about with uh john morrison and the miz they were the ones that i th- i feel like they called attention to it to the point where people started to actually refer to this as a thing but marty Janetti was the marty Janetti of the rockers because Shawn michaels went on and do that he has to be on the team he's marty Janetti. <laughs> yeah but then again who do you go with because there we we talked about this a little bit ahead of time and we thought of a bunch of different ones. Bart Gunn, Jim Neidhart, Devon, Charlie Haas, Wesley Blake, Samu, Joey Mercury. Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray, yeah. Christian, you can call. I know Dane's like, what the fuck is the best? No. Christian's the Marty Jannetty of Edge and Christian. I wouldn't put Christian on there because to me, he's not like... He's too indi- good to be, Yeah, he's, be he's not indicative of that. I'm going to actually rule... I don't think he should even be on the list. It's it's if you had to pick a Genetti for that team, you'd pick Christian. But if you were to say name a bunch of Marty Genetis, Christian wouldn't come to my mind. I feel like Bart Gunn has to be in this though. Yeah, Bart Gunn should be. Just because he had a career afterwards as well. Like obviously Billy had a much more successful career afterwards, but then he also came back and won the brawl for all, and they did nothing with him anyway. And then he got knocked so out. So I kind of feel like yeah. As so I'd put. Yeah, Bart Gunn should definitely be on it. I would put... I think John Morrison should be on it. I wouldn't go with Morrison. I think he did enough. I, I think I think when you compare it to The Miz... He's kind of in a Christian spot for me. Like, if The Miz wasn't The Miz, and if Edge wasn't Edge, then the other two would be like, there's a problem with them. But they happen to have done a lot more. I, I guess so. You could kind of make that sort of argument if Shawn Michaels if wasn't Shawn Michaels. Tomorrow, if he retires tomorrow, then maybe he could be classified as a Janetti. I think he still actually has time, especially with the rumored comeback. Morrison's got intercontinental titles and tag titles and stuff. Bart Gunn. Well, so does Janetti. Yeah, Janetti has them as well, yeah. Granted, That's I think Janetti's total combined reigns equal maybe a month for everything. Right. But- also, it's Foley's WWE Championship runs, but... Yeah, yeah but he's Foley. They tried to kill himself for us, so we can't... No, we can't hit him. Would, would, did Stevie Ray go on this? I probably would say Stevie oh, Ray. Oh, Stevie Ray's on this for me. Look, for look me, at it this way. Stevie Ray only got into the Hall of Fame when they put Booker in a second time. <laughs> and to that point, I'm going to say, I don't know why Janetti gets crapped on when Jim the Anvil Neidhart did nothing. Like, let's let's... Jim Neidhart is the is the, has the honor of being two Janetis in yeah. two different tag teams. Yeah, the Owen and Brett team. Yeah, like I'd put Neidhart on there. At this point, Neidhart, like his thing was he tagged with Brett, and he's Natty's father. Is that unfair to say? Well, they're both true, so I guess he couldn't. <laughs> but I mean, like the, lying about it. those would be the pillars. Well, he was like, who oh, as well. Can't forget who. Yeah, you can't forget who. Star Lord, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie's so great. Uh, 
What about um? I mean, a few other suggestions you could do. Obviously, you got like the Charlie Hosses and stuff like that. But maybe uh, Rick Steiner. Oh, yeah. that's a yeah. good pick for that. Rick, yeah, Rick. To in his fairness, had a pretty decent run on his own. But obviously, it was nowhere near. He doesn't have anywhere near reputation. (laughs) Yeah, that Scott Stein does. Uh, Chavo Guerrero. Yes. I don't know if I'd put Chavo on that list. I think I'd be more inclined to put Devon on that list than Chavo, for instance. I mean, someone does. I think they both belong on the list. (laughs) Uh, Well, they're both on the. I think they're both on the list. I don't think Chavo would probably make the team. I don't even know if Devon would even make the team. I'm looking at a weird list from what culture right now. They have Kane on there because the team hell no. They've got Kevin Nash on there from the outside. Like, come on, this is whoa, 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 whoa. If okay, weird side discussion. If you had to pick between Nash and Hall, who's the Genetti? You're obviously going with the guy who never won a world title, right? I just feel like that's a team that you can't pick a Genetti from. Yeah. But since what cults are trying to do it? Yeah, well, they're idiots when it comes to something like that. <laughs> they well, did. I, I they did have Rick Steiner on the list, though. I feel like Rick is a really solid pick for, for that. Yeah, I, yeah. At the moment, I'd probably end up would go. Obviously, Marty Jannetty would be on it, and then probably Rick Steiner, Stevie Ray, Bart uh, Gunn, and. Either, maybe Devon. Yeah, I'd say either Devon or Nightheart, and I'd probably actually yeah, go actually Devon. Nightheart, probably. Yeah. Uh. I'd I'd go Nidahot just because he's a he's a double Janetti. I'm gonna say Janetti, obviously. Nightheart, Stevie Ray, Rick Steiner, and Chava Guerrero, who yeah, definitely belongs on this list. If you look at the SmackDown six, there's one odd one out and it's Chavo. He's there's, the Molly Janetti of the SmackDown six. There yeah. is Samu, because what like Fatu uh, Fatu He's had a done? Nice guy. Yeah, compare the two though. Fatu Rikishi versus Samu. And there's Joey Mercury. There's Don't say anything West- bad about Joey Mercury. He'll go off on you. Yeah, he doesn't know me. <laughs> there's Charlie Haas. There's uh, you know, there's 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 plenty of options for that. That's not something that we're kind of being uh, like, well, who do we pick out of this one? Uh, what are some other ones we could do with in the last little bit of time that we've got going on here? We haven't done. Want... A, let's do another woman one. We haven't done one of those uh, in a little while. Um, let's go with the team Mean Girls. We were talking about that earlier. So these are the ones that, like, their character—they were pretty much just like major bitches. There's a good chance Alexis on there. I think. Yeah. She, like, how many people has she fucked over? Like, uh, Mickey, Naya. She actually hasn't fucked over Nikki Cross yet. That's kind of weird. Mm. Well, she's babyface now. Yeah, that's true. But you probably put Lake Cool. Would both probably fit into this category. Uh, Stephanie McMahon should probably be considered in the conversation here. Maybe just as manager as opposed to actually wrestling. Yeah, she could be like the the sixth person, the JJ Dillon. Yeah. Uh, some other people that might fit into is. I mean, a heel Trish Stratus is very good at this kind of role. Uh, potentially Stacey Keebler when she was doing some of her heel gimmicks. Put in... Would you really put Ivory into it? I wouldn't. No. Cause... I'd put Trish more in there than Ivory. 
because because Ivory, I guess, would be considered that role for that time. But then when you go back and watch it, it's actually, yeah, she's the one that's actually like in the good in this situation. <laughs> the same thing with like Molly Holly as well. Uh, hmm. Who else would fit into that? So we got Leslie uh, Cool Trish. Uh, I'm trying to think. Good for there be a lot more. Because I remember being, I remember there being a lot more, but I don't know how like prominent some of them are. Um, Team Mean Girl for me. Lay Cool's on this thing. Alexa Bliss. Right off the bat, my head said Iconics, but I know that there's more. I don't really rule them as mean girls as much as, like, obnoxious, pain-in-the-ass people. Mm. Um, Heel Trish, I feel like we've used that excuse a few times now, but Heel Trish was yeah. very mean girlish. It's like you haven't been listening to the entire conversation. Yet, <laughs> <have you? laughs> uh, it seems like we're going with Bliss, Lay Cool, Trish, and then a fifth. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of who that one would because obviously like we if we're going to keep stephanie on the outside of it then maybe because mm. so, the bella twins were kind of like that oh, yeah. Yeah. maybe but they and they can't both fit in there you have to like boot trish out and put both the bell twins or something I, I guess you could i mean it's always kind of been the like the general opinion that nikki probably fits into that category more than Bree does we put oh Melina could be in that. Yeah, she's she was quite a. I, I feel like the default heel for that era though was just catty Cat. mean girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a stupid one, but let's let's try to figure this out. Which five people would you pick for Team Four Horsemen? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, Rick. Arn, for sure. Yeah, Rick and Arn, obviously. Would be the two steps. I'm, I'm putting Tully. I'm yeah, putting Tully. Benoit. And Barry Windham. And I'd probably agree with Tully and Barry Windham. I don't know if I would... You want Mongo on there? I'd... Well, I'm not saying Mongo specifically, but maybe, maybe Sting could be in it. Yeah, but Sting was in it for like an angle. Yeah, but Ben. I mean, ben... All right. You want Luger on there, don't you, Cal? <laughs> well, no. I kind of think. Well, what's the difference? The, the funny thing about Before Horseman is that for a long time there were five of them. It's just that they. Used oh yeah, to... you just put the original four in JJ. No, you put the well. You I oh, the would go more like you put the JJ? original four and and then well I go Barry I go Barry Windham and then put Ole Anderson in as well. So be both Andersons, Tully Blanchard, Barry Windham, and Ric Flair. See, the reason I go with Benoit is because I really do think he was a horseman probably longer than either Ole or Barry. I'm looking at the list right now. I, I think we, at the very least we would rule out David Flair, Butch Reed, Kendall Windham. Oh, Paul Romo's got to be in it. Of course. Butch <laughs> Reed? Yeah, apparently he was associated with them. Uh, I, I think that we would, wouldn't would go with Kurt Hennig because there's other people that kind of fit that a little bit more, I think. Yeah, uh, he's hard to give him his spot. 
Sid, you know, like he stabbed Arn. Uh, I don't think they'd get along very well. The whole sting thing, sting of the thing. Uh, it makes sense to me. Flair, Arn, Oli, Tully, and Wyndham. That makes sense. If you wanted to replace a couple of them, I'd maybe take out like Wyndham and uh, I don't know, like Oli put in like luger and sting or something i don't know like no maybe not sting it's like it's actually kind of tough i mean flair's obvious arn anderson's obvious those are two guarantees jj Dillon not competing yeah he's on the outside of them but yeah i'd probably there there's plenty of argument to make to maybe it has like if you want to get the best match out of it you probably would put flair anderson blanchard windham and benoit together maybe you put malenko in as well and place of Tully, depending on what your taste is. I got a couple more I want to see if we can squeeze in here. Uh, team Fake Gimmick. Uh, you got <sighs> Fake Undertaker, Fake Kane, Fake Razor, Fake Sankara, Fake Diesel. Um, that's five. five. Should be an XC main event in the SummerSlam. Absolutely. Well, that's five. Can we think of any more? Or are they uh, the five? There's... There's so fake it, Sting. Oh, yeah, fake Sting, sting. Yeah. Uh, there's Gilbert. Nah, I, I don't. That works. I, I would. I think it's that. parody. I think that's not like the okay. fake kind of thing. Um, although think. Diesel and Razor are kind of on that. At the very yeah, least, we know Kane, and Car and Undertaker are all well, on the same page. And well, Sting. I I kind of class like the the Razor Ramon and Diesel thing more because they were just there to actually replace the characters, so it's not really a parody of them. It's just yeah, if it would have worked, they would have kept it. <laughs> yeah, they yeah they would have kept going with it. Um, yes, I'm trying to think of any other ones that have been fairly prominent. Uh, no, I can't really think of too many other ones. For that matter, I'd probably just go, eh, it's WWE, let's take Sting out, just do Diesel, Kane, Razor, Sin Cara, and Undertaker. I'd probably go with that. Is it weird that the real Kane is team? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't think of anybody else other than no, that. No, yeah. yeah, they are. Uh, they, it is very limited. There wasn't like a they... fake Rey Mysterio. There wasn't like a fake... I'm trying to think of like, masked people. They can get away with a lot more, obviously. There wasn't like a fake Mankind... Well, Edge and Christian won the tag titles as the team Keystadors. <laughs> I mean, I'd argue Abyss is a fake mankind. I, but... I, that's true. <laughs> I might hold that up there. He's a fake mankind that really likes Kane. Yeah, exactly. Uh, man, we have a lot that we like could really dive deep into that I, I think I'm going to save for another one, like the team Masked Superstars, for instance. Um. I'm going to toss a couple ideas here. I want you guys to pick which one or one of the... Cause we only have a little bit of time to do a couple more. But we've got, like, uh, Team Superhero Gimmick. We've got Team Fitness Guru. <laughs> For some reason, we have Team Team. Yeah, it's the best. People that are tag team specific. Uh, Guest 5 had a couple ideas of, like, Team Ruthless Aggression Era. And, like, any of the other eras. Golden Era, New Gen Era, Attitude Era, that kind of thing. Um... Team Dancers, we got Team Ladies Man, uh, Clowns Are Us, the Million Dollar Team. We kind of did Clowns Are Us. 
kind of fits into the funny thing. Well, there are there any other like clown ones? I mean, it would be that like Kazarni. It'd and... be Kazarni, Doink, uh, Fantasia, ICP. Uh, Fantasia, and ICP. There we. <laughs> yeah, you could put ICP in there. Uh, trying to get any other like clown types. <laughs> Dink. Oh yeah, we could put. Well, Dink, Dink comes with Doink. Stinker Pink. And... I almost feel like you could put Men in the Mission in there just because they did that. They weren't they, they team they doing at one point. <laughs> yeah, and they kind of looked like they would fit that kind of mold. And it also just gives an opportunity to put Mabel in another team. Yeah, we haven't so. said Mabel. Well, let's let's talk about team uh, team fat guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not necessarily team super heavyweights. I think we can come back to that another time. But if it's just the guy is his gimmick is he's a fat guy. Well, Yoko. that's. Uh, yeah, Yokozuna has to be on it. You probably uh, would put Mabel on it. Bastion Booger. Yeah, Bastion Booger is a possible, yeah. Like, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't put Vader, for instance, on Team Fat Guy. No, because he's a monster. Hold on. No, this dude got a promo who just said, I'm just a big fat piece of shit. I think he should absolutely be on Team Fat Guy. I mean, he was athletic. He could actually do stuff. Like, it's like the idea that just these guys... Like just moving their entire body to shakes, that type of. I'd put Rikishi of, on there. I don't know, Rikishi. Yeah, he's athletic as fuck. Yeah, he actually looked quite for for a big guy. He actually, looked pretty he weirdly in shape. But he did yeah. a whole gimmick of I'm I've got my big fat ass that I'm gonna put on your face. That's true too. Like he, his main thing was he's wearing that. Outfit and he's showing I'm off his fat, big fat I'm ass. Song and I'm gonna put my ass in your face. I think you'd have to include 2006 Big Show. Oh, was that when he was at his heaviest? Yeah, that's when he was just like when he was ECW champion, and that title belt looked like like a napkin, pretty much. <laughs> <on him. laughs> it just like yeah, he was. I think he was. He was, t- he was probably touching like 550 pounds at that point. I mean, in that case, like I would obviously. Go back to like the UK side of things with uh, Giants, Haystacks, and uh, Big so Daddy were huge as well. But you could also do like Haystacks, Calhoun was huge. You could put someone Bundy's like huge. Yeah, Bundy was big. Big Dick Johnson. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was big in certain areas. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other like just really huge. We haven't people. said Andre. Andre, he's fat. Uh, he's more of like Team Giant, I think, for me. I think maybe like Earthquake and Tugboat could be on it. Natural Disasters. Earthquake even a little bit more, I think, than uh the Yeah, there's, there's a big fat guy who... I'm the Earthquake because I'm fat, and when I move, yeah. the room shakes. Oh, yeah, no. you know what? Yeah, Earthquake's got to be on that for that. Oh, what about a king? Ooh. So, like, you put... Uh... Now, you know what? I... Ah, uh, that's tough. One man gang, I would say no. Akeem, he really was kind of like, look at this weird outfit on this fat guy. I mean, he was wearing he was wearing essentially the Homer Simpson movie. Yeah, the movie. <laughs> so, Dusty? No, um, American Dream Dusty is pretty. I mean, Dusty's fat, but like, he's not. Like, wow, I've never seen anybody so fat in my life, you know? Scott Steiner's not looking at Dusty and saying, badasses! You know, that, that's not Ka- happening. Kamala. This is stupid. I'm, I'm looking at uh, Kamala. Uh, he might be. Uh, you know, I'd probably take him out, because he's not really... 
I mean, oh no, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should make that those, His... those people that I haven't said anything, but those people that know it well enough know what I just said. So basically, can go with that. He's safe. not the type of person I would think would go with Team Fat Guy. I think he'd go more for like horribly racist character. Well, yeah, you put well, King yeah. on that one as well. Him and Akeem would fit in quite well on that too. You probably put in um. I mean, Akibono technically wrestled for New Japan for a little while. And he was fatty, wore a diaper on TV, did a sumo thing. It's funny, I'm looking up, uh, I just typed fat wrestlers, and some of these are on the, on the uh, Google image search. They've got Baron Corbett on there. <laughs> They've got uh, Matt Morgan. It's like, come on, these guys weren't fat wrestlers. Yeah. Priscilla Kelly's on there. Why is Priscilla Kelly on this? This is ridiculous. Kevin Owens. uh, I mean, he's big, but he's not like the fat guy gimmick. Bam Bam. Yes, because he can Mm. work too. I think Earthquake's a guarantee. I think that Rikishi should go on there for being that. I think Mabel, I think Bastion Booger, Yoko, maybe. Alright, if we're just going to go with just obscenely fat, you got to do Yoko. Bastion Booger's whole thing was I'm going to bring First a pizza box dude. to the ring. Mm-hmm. So I'd go with Booger. Earthquake and, t- and Typhoon. And then I guess Mabel because he was fatter than Andre. Uh, Yeah, I'd probably go I'd honestly go Yokozuna. I'd go Big Daddy V as opposed to Mabel. Oh, just because you yeah, can see dude, that role. So here. much bigger than yeah. I'd go uh, Earthquake. I mean, you have to have Yokozuna because his gimmick for a little while was that he wanted to be the fattest wrestler that ever lived, so he had to be on it. Uh, Earthquake. I still think 2006 Big Show needs to be on it just because of how much he had gone, like, let go. And, yeah, then I'd probably put Bastion Booger because what was he other than just a big fat guy? Uh, he's a guarantee he has to be yeah. on there. He had a hump. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got enough time for one more, so I think we should probably do something a little bit more on the serious side. All right, well, let's so, just round it out like this. What is your dream Survivor Series team? You can go back in time and grab anybody from any era. What is your personal Survivor Series dream team? So this is the dream team, essentially. Yeah, this is the Time Machine dream team. Ooh. I mean, I know for sure Shawn Michaels is on my team. Uh, would you cut? Would you classify it the five best wrestlers like that would work as a team, or like, my five like favorites? Yeah, kind like of? well, whatever it is for you. Like if it's like, man, if I could just see, you know, Ministry Taker and like ninety two Bread, whatever it is for you. Hmm. Ooh. I got a, I got a bunch of options to do with this. Um mm. I might go back and change this, but I think looking at my potentials right now, I think I'd go Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Bret Hart, McFoley, specifically McFoley, not like mankind. And my fifth one might be Edge. So for me, it would be 97 Sean. 
2003-ish Evolution Era Hunter. 2006 Edge. Probably O2 Jericho, but I'm really liking what he's doing now. And that last one, because even though it was late in his run, I think this was like the best he'd ever been. 2008 Undertaker. I'm going to replace Edge with Macho Man. Ooh, see, that he'd probably be right at the cutoff for me. Hmm. Calum's got Kurt Angle. Oh, obviously I've got Kurt Angle. Kurt yeah. Angle. <laughs> I, I, have, I have about 2006 Kurt Angle. That's before he completely fell off the world. Yeah, wrestling machine Kurt Angle. I have 2004 Eddie Guerrero. Fair. Uh, I'd put like late nineties Rey Mysterio. Cool. Just because oh, he was like, lightning you quick to put that. that time. He, he's just lightning quick at that sort of time, so just would add so much flair to the team. I don't care if he's outside WWE. I'd put nowadays Kazuchika Okada. I was expecting that because he's just the best, and I'd probably put best in the world Chris Jericho. On that as well, uh, like it. Just because I mean, there's 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 so many options. That's kind of me thinking of top of my head. If I sat down and thought about it a little bit more, like I could potentially put like a Brock Lesnar on that type of thing of like just after his return in 2012, that sort of thing. Maybe a um. I'm trying to think of a few other ones that might stick out, like like Savage could definitely get onto that. Maybe, Benoit yeah. barely missed the cut for me. Like Benoit is another one who's just like, damn, this dude defined why I love this as a kid. Yeah, I'm trying to get some people that kind of would maybe work together as well because I'm kind of wanting to get both Mysterio and Guerrero on the same thing because I know they work well together. So, and Tony, we're giving you plenty of time to think, so you better have answers that aren't Mabel and Bam Neely. No, I I know mine. It's HBK, Undertaker, Bret Hart, Foley, and Macho. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't think of any. Everybody else that I've been thinking of, I've been like, you know what? I can't take anybody off that list to put them on there. Like, I'm a fan of Jericho. Too bad you got HBK. Like, I kind of feel like that's a good balance where it's like, Michaels is like the dick. Bret Hart is kind of like the, the like the uber baby face uh wrestler foley is like the sympathetic funny kind of character out of the bunch macho man's like that old school legend to put in there and a lot of like the hype man behind the whole thing and undertaker is the dark part of the whole thing and kind of like the big man that's going to round it all out and part of me considering switching an okada for a couple of other new japan guys like <laughs> So I'm thinking, is it going to be a card, or is it going to be Ishii or Tanahashi instead? But I probably Ibushi. would still stick with a card. Uh, I, I mean, I like Ibushi. I just don't really have as much connection with him as some of the other ones. But, yeah, I, I think I'm pretty happy with the five that I have right now until I go to sleep and think of a few other people and thought, fuck, I should have said them instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, for that matter, the things we haven't said yet, just for people that are interested... I don't know when we would get a chance to do this again. Again, of course, if you want to make sure that we definitely do this, the Patreon is the way to do it. Because otherwise, we might not get a chance to do it until next Survivor Series. That's how like much that we can be busy. Especially now that like 
AEW has pay-per-views all the time and WWE has pay-per-views all the time. That really kills this channel used to have three out of four weeks every month was some kind of extra main event. Now it's like once every two months almost. So just to give you an idea of some things that we didn't get around to, uh, the foreign fanatics, and then there's obviously Mexico, Japan, Russia, China, Canada, Samoa, any location-based stuff. There's uh, people with a boxer gimmick, people that are talkers, the King's Court, the Hulkamaniacs, the Heenan family, the Natural Disasters. One, A big one that we didn't get around to doing, the Corporation or the Authority, like the McMahon group. Team Jobbers, The Oddities, Giants, Super Heavyweights, Cruiserweights, Muscular Guys, The Perfect Team, Team Psycho Bitches, because that's the only thing that they've done a lot of. Team Jobber. Uh, all right, I already said that one. Um, the Smart Wrestlers, like Team Brain. The Stupid Wrestlers, Second Generation, Third Generation, Superhero Gimmicks, Psychopaths, like Sid and Mankind and Kane and so forth. Uh, musicians. If you really want us to have Man Mountain Rock on one of these, uh, th- there's the suggestions from Guest 5, like the Class of 2002, the NXT 5. Like, there's so much variety that we could do here. Kind of the same as, like, Mount Rushmore. Although it's a little bit less of, uh, well, does this one fit the mold as, like, something that represents everything? It could just be like, oh, I think this person works on a better team, like, that kind of thing. We could do so many more additions to this and not even get close to done so if you want to make sure we do patreon or wait until next year i guess maybe <laughs> uh and if you have any other suggestions to teams that you'd like to see us do in the future drop those comments below and i'll i'll keep a backlog of this for future reference uh i like the the idea behind this i'd like us to do this again and if you think that this was a great thing let me know that as well if you hated it and you think that this is a terrible segment let me know that as well Always willing to listen to constructive criticisms. Uh, yeah, I think that kind of rounds us out. We're at like just about two hours, it seems. So, any other things you guys want to toss out here? Uh, just on the plugs, Sand, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DudeFelice. Check out everything I'm doing with WrestleZone.com and the WrestleZone Daily and Fightful.com over the weekend. Any wrestling news during the week. And 2001 Wrestling Odyssey, but to tell you more about that, here's Carol Miggins. 2001 Wrestling Odyssey, our retro podcast where we go back to the year 2001, check out all the news and events that were taking place at that time. So we have monthly episodes that are up on the Small Cat Moment archives if you want to find them on YouTube or on any other feed that you listen to us on. And this month for November, we'll be looking at Survivor Series 2001, as well as a little bit in Rebellion and some of the other um just news and events that were taking place at that time you can check out the power rankings as well as any other weekly article on smartcatmoment.com because it's always good content and follow me on twitter at wickedmeister14 all right everybody that'll do us in for this one make sure that you pay attention to what's happening next on the channel which will be the hot tags next week and then we're going to have to get into our predictions for the takeover war games event and the survivor series event and then, of course, TakeOver War Games and Survivor Series will happen. So 
that's going to be hitting uh, you next week. And if you want to know when those videos get posted, then you should subscribe on Facebook and Twitter at Smartcat Moment. You should check out the pages on smartcatmoment.com. And the YouTube channel is something that you should be subscribing to as well. And you should ring that bell for the notifications to be aware specifically of when those get posted and when they're fully published and everything that goes along with the processing side of things like that. And uh, if you follow us on iTunes or anything like that, then leave a rating. And just tell us what's up. Tell us what you'd like to see. Tell us your thoughts on this. And we will see you next time. This has been another Smart Out Moment. And we're being counted out. Ah!